Welcome to the Food Freedom Forever podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Quisenberry. On each episode of this podcast, I'm going to share practical, strategic information to help you heal your relationship with food, eliminate yo-yo dieting, lose weight in a way that you can live and love as you get healthy, fit, and strong in your body, soul, and your spirit for good. So let's get going. Welcome to episode two of the Food Freedom Forever podcast. On today's episode, I want to share a little bit more about my story and what has brought me to the place that I am today. Now, I want you to know you may or may not relate to where I've been and my experiences, but I do believe that what God has shown me and taught me in this journey can absolutely be applied to your life in some way. So I want to start um, in November of 2006. I actually weighed over 200 pounds. um, And for my five foot four, not even quite five foot four inch frame, that's a lot of weight to be carrying. At that time in my life, I was a slave to binge eating. I was consumed with shame and guilt. And at the, about that time was when I ended up going into counseling because I was really struggling with just some things in my life and that were, I believe, I thought were unrelated to my binge eating and, and everything. But what I ended up finding out was that it was all connected. And so through that process, I really learned for the first time that my identity was not in how well I performed or in how I looked. And I really began to understand how much God really loved me exactly as I was, even at 200 pounds. I began to trade the lies that I believed about myself for the truth of who he said I was. And as I continued to do this over the next like five years, I began to experience more freedom. Though I was still struggling with binge eating and with yo-yo dieting and with not really liking my body and those types of things. And so in uh, the fall of 2012, I started a diet, another diet, (laughs) and had actually a lot of success with this diet lost a lot of weight um, and a lot of inches and got fitter than I had ever been in my life. As a matter of fact, my husband had never even seen me this um, fit. And as good as I maybe looked from the outside and as proud as I was of being able to lose the weight, I actually had an immense amount of fear because what had happened was I had traded, um, I had, I had traded like neglecting my body for then obsessing about my body. And I was really a slave to every bite, every workout. And I was, like I said, just racked with fear about when would the other shoe drop? Have you ever felt that way? Like, was this going to last? And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, however you choose to look at it, um, because I hadn't dealt with more of the underlying 
reasons for my binge eating and for what was really driving all of that, I did slowly over the next few years gain back my weight. And then in January of 2016, I really was um, struggling again. And so I began working um, to heal my relationship with food from a different perspective. I actually started um, into a recovery program at a local church called Regeneration Recovery. And through that process and, and through the counseling that I had done years earlier, I really had to, I really came to the point of understanding that I had to go back in order to go forward. And I had to look at my history with all of this. Where did it begin and why did it begin? And what things did I begin to believe and internalize that were not actually truth? So when I did look back, I saw that I started my first diet when I was about 11 years old. And actually, right, right before that, um, I have a very vivid memory of being out on the playground with, um, at school and a boy calling me fat. And I was a very sensitive kid, um, little girl, people pleaser, just really um, wanted to be liked, which I think most kids do. And so his words really, really hurt me. As a matter of fact, obviously, if I can still remember him saying that to me, it obviously had an impact. So I began to question who I was um, because of him calling me that. And then um, I went, I was in gymnastics and my coach, in order for me to get on the uneven bars at our gym, because it was a very, um, they were very inexpensive ones, um, I needed to weigh 100 pounds in order to get on those uneven bars. Well, I had matured early, and so I weighed about 100 and probably 115. I think I needed to weigh 110 to get on the bars, and I think I weighed about 115 to 120. So she wanted me to lose like 5 to 10 pounds. And so at 11 years old, I went on a 1,000 calorie a day diet. And I can remember during this time um, going out to the refrigerator to get a tab. I don't know if any of you remember tab, but it was a diet drink um, put out by Coca-Cola. And in that ref outside refrigerator in our garage, my mom had packed up a lot of sweet treats and baked goods and things that she had made at Christmas time. And I saw them sitting in the back of that refrigerator. And the only thing I could think was how good those would taste. And so as quickly as I could, I unwrapped the cellophane and I shoved as many bites in my mouth as I could, chewing as fast as I could, um, grabbed my tab and went back inside. And as I went through the door, I, I, it all of a sudden hit me that I had ruined my diet. I had ruined any progress I had made. And that is what I believed. I believed that that one episode of eating those sweet treats that were off limits to me really um, meant that I was a failure. And that incident ushered in really decades of this vicious cycle of wanting to lose weight, going on whatever diet it was at the time, restricting, depriving myself until I just couldn't do it anymore, whether it was that I was 
just craving something really, really badly, or I had some type of a, you know, life circumstance that would cause me to emotionally eat. But for whatever reason, I would end up binging on that food or eating that food and over consuming it and then feeling like a failure. And that would cause either one of two responses. I would either restrict and deprive more, which would then lead to more overeating slash binging, or I would just completely feel like a failure and quit. And that was more, more often the response. So in my high school years and college years, um, I actually went on Weight Watchers several times and would lose weight, um, a little bit of weight, and then I would eventually put that weight back on. And so throughout this process, I learned how to hide my binges. Um, I learned how to use food to deal with my emotions. And that pattern would continue um, really for many, many years. I ended up getting married um, right out of college and had three children. And during the decade of my 30s was when this, the binge eating really got out of control. And it worsened to the point where I was in 2006 when I started this story of being over 200 pounds and um, ending up going into counseling. And so by the time um, 2018 rolled around, I really had done so much work in believing the truth about who I was in my identity and in God's love for me. And that it could, there was nothing I could do to change that his love for me. There was nothing I could do to make him more pleased with me. And that I was enough exactly as I was, that I was worthy, that I was chosen, that I was forgiven. Um, and all of these truths um, were very deeply rooted into my mind and my heart. And so in August of 2018, I decided that I was ready to begin to lose weight. But I knew because of what I had done in the prior couple of years in learning that all food was permissible and that one of the problems that had really caused the binge eating was this restrictive um, way of looking at food. It was in this, you know, good food and bad food and right food and wrong food and allowed food and banned food and in fat burning food or fat you know, fattening food. Um, and I had made all these categories. Well, if I would eat those foods because I had attached these labels and in many times moral value, I would then attach that to myself. And so when I began to ask God back in 2016 and 2017 to please show me how to get free from this binge eating, he revealed to me this verse in 1 Corinthians 6.12, which I'm going to share more in um, upcoming episodes. But um, I began to really um, dive into this verse that says, everything is permissible for me. Not everything is beneficial, but everything is permissible me for me, and I will not be mastered by anything. And I just kept asking him what that meant and how to apply that to this area. And, and so by the time I started to lose weight in 2018, I had worked so much on believing that there was a place for every kind of food in my diet that in looking for a way to lose weight, I knew it had to be a way that I could do it for the rest of my life. Like I knew I had to be able to eat all kinds of food and not 
um, have shame or guilt for eating, you know, one of those quote unquote bad, wrong, banned foods. Because in my mind, there weren't any of those. There were foods that were more nutritious and less nutritious, of course, but I knew I had to have the ability to eat all kinds of food. And so I found what was called flexible dieting. And I um, continued my journey of learning um, and how to use this idea of flexible dieting to further the freedom that I felt with food. Because what the way I looked at it was that I was walking down early in my journey, um, if you can imagine a road, when I was living between um, binging and restricting, I was either in one ditch or another, right? So if you can envision a road, I was either in the ditch of um, restricting and being on a diet, or I would go over to the ditch of binging. Well, through the process of really learning about 1 Corinthians 6, 12, God taught me how to walk in the middle of the road, this road to food freedom, to healing my relationship with food. And I wanted to stay there, right? I didn't want to go back to the ditch of restriction and deprivation, which I knew would cause me to go to the ditch of binging. So that's why flexible dieting was so appealing to me because it really kind of provided these boundaries on either side of the road. You know how when you're driving down the road and there are those, um, um, like in the shoulder, it's that bumpy noise that makes if you veer off. Well, that's kind of how I saw these, this, this idea of flexible dieting and being able to eat within a certain calorie range. Um, I didn't see it as restrictive because I was able to eat the things I wanted. And as long as they fit in those calories, I was good. And so I was able to continue learning how to eat in such a way that would bless my body and that would um, really go along with this idea that all food was permissible. Now, that was one piece of the binge eating. And that was actually a really, really big piece for me was learning about all food being permissible. The other piece of binge eating is caused by emotions. And so for many of us, especially if you struggle with, you know, your weight and with food and an unhealthy relationship with food, um, for myself, I had learned how to use food to either numb, medicate, or be distracted from negative emotions that I might be feeling rather than learning how to feel those emotions and deal with them in a healthy way, I used food. And so that was another whole component that through this journey, God was showing me and through even flexible dieting, um, I would still struggle at times with, you know, having a binge or overeating. And it was in that that time that I had to learn a, a new lesson. That was the lesson of learning how to move on from those episodes without taking on guilt and shame and without wanting to quit, you know, or wanting just staying, um, you know, quote, quote unquote, off track, as they say. And so it was in learning how to really um, accept God's grace and his forgiveness and to actually extend that to myself 
to learn how to activate the Holy Spirit um, and love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in my life in those areas that I was able to then get curious about what happened and be able to look at a binge or an overeating episode and rather than feel like a failure and be full of shame and want to quit, I would actually be curious and think, why did that happen? Lord, show me what was going on. Was it a restriction issue and where I was feeling restricted or deprived and I was labeling food? Or was it an emotion that I was not dealing with in a healthy way? And so it became much more um, clear in what was happening and why it was happening. And I was able to learn from it and grow and move on. And so that um, was actually the journey that I went through to lose weight. Um, There was nothing special about what I did. I found um, what I believed was an approach that was backed by science that was simple. Um, Learning how to, again, I said I used this flexible dieting tool that was really utilizing a calorie deficit and then learning that that's really the foundation for weight loss is right eating less than our body needs the problem had been that there were so many emotions and so many ways i was thinking that were tied into all of that that were keeping me from executing on that simple idea now i didn't say this was easy (laughs) those are two different things but it was it was a simple concept to eat less than my body needed. So that's a calorie deficit. Then I learned that to optimize my weight loss or my fat loss, eating adequate protein was super important. I also learned that strength training was gonna make a huge impact because I was going to be building lean muscle, which burns more fat. I also learned about the importance of just non-activity, non-exercise activity, like walking, just simply being up and being active and moving around and how powerful that was. I learned about sleep and how that impacts um, this journey. And so I'm not going to tell you that I lost 40 pounds really fast because I didn't. It took me over a year to lose that weight. And for most people, that would feel very, very slow. Um, That rate of progress is definitely less than a pound a week. It was probably more like three quarters of a pound a week or something like that. And so when you look at it over uh, over a month, maybe not even losing four pounds, maybe some months losing two pounds or three pounds, um, that could seem very discouraging. But what I knew was, is that I was changing habits in my life And they were based on a foundation that was really, really solid. And so by the time I arrived at my goal weight, um, I had these habits in place. I had my my mind, um, I had had so many opportunities to practice changing the way I thought about myself, um, changing the way I thought about myself when I ate food, when I overate, when I binged. Um, I had a lot of practice. And that foundation that had started out as all food is permissible and then building on that foundation of how to understand my emotions and how those tied into my binge eating and then being able to extend 
um, kindness to myself and patience and to be, you know, to accept God's grace and his forgiveness and to extend that to myself. These were all things that went into the journey in addition to a calorie deficit, adequate protein, strength training, steps, sleep, and is really what um, allowed this transformation to be possible. Because in God's word, it tells us in Romans 12, 2, it says in the New Living Translation, it says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will know his will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And what I learned um, is that the behaviors and customs of the world, when you talk about the diet world, is generally very restrictive. It's generally right when you go on a diet, it's like, what can I eat? And we get our list of foods that we can have and our list of foods that we can't have. What I didn't understand for so many years was that that right there was a huge contributing factor to my binge eating, coupled with the inability to um, feel negative emotion and to deal with it in a healthy way. And so as I have continued to really press into the Lord and to continue to invite him to show me and to teach me and to reveal to me how his way um, of dealing with this would look, the more I've um, responded to that, the freer I've become. And so that's my hope for you. Um, My hope for you is that what I'm going to share with you in these upcoming episodes are going to help you on your journey. Because I'm going to tell you, my journey took a long time. I'm still on the journey. um, And I believe I will be um, until Jesus takes me home. But I'm in such a better place now than I was. But it, it took me a long time to get here. And a lot of that was because this topic was not talked about for one. For two, um, I didn't have other people to really share with me their experience with it. And so I really relied on just trying things and failing. I tried, I relied heavily, obviously on the Lord. And he was the one that ultimately taught me and showed me how to do this. And I am deeply grateful. I really wouldn't change any of it because through every different experience, I've learned and I've grown and it's, it's helped equip me to now do what I do, which is to help coach women in how to heal their relationship with food, to stop yo-yo dieting, to really um, stop binge eating, to learn how to manage their emotions in new ways, and to ultimately lose weight in a way that blesses them and allows them to live a fit, healthy, strong life for good. And if I hadn't gone through everything that I've gone through, then I don't think I would be equipped to do what I'm doing now. And so um, even at the time when I couldn't see it, I knew that God was going to work it all out for my good and for his glory and for the good of others. And so that's what I want you to know is that wherever you are in your journey right now, I want you to know, number one, there's hope. I want you to know, number two, that you're not alone. And I want you to know, number three, that God is going to work this out. Now you have to be a participant and you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and to do some things that might feel really weird, 
but he promises us he will never leave us nor forsake us. And he wants to take this misery of your life and turn it into your message. He wants to take it and he wants to use it to transform you in your body, your soul, and your spirit so that you walk freely and lightly and so that you are a testimony to his goodness, his kindness, his patience, and his love. And so that's the invitation today is to um, really embrace this as a journey and to understand that it's going to take time. And I'm going to really encourage you to remove any time limit that you might have on this journey and how it should look or how quickly it should be over and to really trust that he's going to guide you and lead you on the best pathway for you. So I am super grateful to have gotten to spend this time with you and I will look forward to seeing you. Actually, I'm not going to see you, but I look forward to being with you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and if you found it helpful, would you please do me a favor? Everything in the podcast world is driven by the rankings and the reviews, so if you could take 30 seconds and give it a ranking, and a five-star would be fabulous if you loved it. If you didn't, please be honest, and then write a quick review over how this topic helped you. Second, if you could subscribe to the podcast. And third, share it with people in your life that you know that could benefit from this information. If you need help, support, if you have a question or you want more information on one-on-one coaching, simply go to emilyquisenberry.com forward slash connect. And finally, if we're not connected on social media, you can find me on Instagram at emilyquizfitness and on Facebook at emilyquisenberry. Until next time, be blessed.